0: Hello and welcome to another one of Cavell's Cloud Conversations, where we cover everything cloud comms, cloud networking, the whole remit. Um, we've just had our recent Microsoft event, fantastic event looking at how service providers and telecoms industry can leverage and respond to the growing importance of Microsoft in the space, not just Teams, but also more broadly. Um, you know, The recordings for that will be going live on our website soon, it's fantastic. Today, however, we are here to talk about Teams. I am joined by Tony Martino, CEO of Toll Hi, Tony. How are you doing?
1: Hello, Finn, very well, thank you. How about yourself? Are you keeping well?
0: Yeah, I'm fantastic. Great good. day in London. I've been wearing three <laughs> jumpers. It's terrible, but aside from that, life is good. Now, obviously, Toll Ring, very well known for its comms analytics and data tools, so you're perfectly suited for this conversation. You yourself are a Microsoft Gold certified partner. As far as I remember, you've got four Gold competency certifications this year, so... know but i'm not going to talk about tori anymore why don't you tell us a bit more about (laughs) time
1: great thanks for that intro finba yes absolutely i mean look we've um we we focused uh, very heavily uh certainly in the recent years um, on our microsoft uh, accreditations and competencies um we deliver our uh, entire suite of portfolio of uh, analytics products uh, in the microsoft azure cloud which is something we're very proud of and our relationship with microsoft as well uh, through, uh, as I say, the various ecosystems that we work with them uh, through, including, as I say, Azure and our uh, a Teams application uh, as well. So, yeah, it's been a, a great journey for us. And, and certainly with Microsoft Teams, it's, you know, it, it's it's such an important uh, uh, collaboration tool uh, with the way that we are now all kind of working in this hybrid uh, stroke work from home environment. It's it's become mm-hmm. obviously a massive uh, UCAS platform in its own right.
0: Yeah, I mean the demand for Teams has has just massively skyrocketed, and obviously integrations have become a big challenge as well for Teams. How has that changed the way you yourself are developing solutions? You know, what changes are you seeing in terms of service provider requirements? Um, how are their customers' needs changing?
1: Yeah, look, I think we've all had to really, uh, uh, you know, step up and and react and and understand um, how Microsoft uh, it, it fits into. Our UCAS world, and in our from a service provider perspective, or certainly from a from a software developer like ourselves, um, and what we've had to do is is really look at how we can transit, you know, how we would transition, you know, our kind of cloud-based offering into something that was much more sort of team centric So what mm. we decided to do was, you know, do a, a ground-up uh, uh, application that was built and designed uh, within the Teams ecosystem. Uh, available through a very strong digital experience, a- and we had to do, a, a, as I say, a, a lot of work to, to, to kind of enter the fray uh, with collaboration analytics in the right frame. So, uh, as I say, it's I think we've all had to evolve the way that we run our businesses, and certainly from a software development perspective, we've done very much the same thing.
0: Mm. And have you? I mean, have you heard from the service providers that their customers are demanding specific changes, or you know, is that?
1: Well, yeah, I think uh, you know from a from our service provider customer perspective uh, and obviously the the end businesses and you know the, their customers uh, we've just seen how um, um users are very much living in the team's ecosystem and and really wanted to be able to leverage. Um, the capability within Teams, and then, you know, value-added services on top, but very much delivered within the experience that they're, they're used to. And, and obviously, we've all kind of gone through now uh, a, a fairly significant change in the way we use the tools that we, yeah. we have available to us. And so, it, it, you know, service providers have come to us saying, you know, it'd be really great if you could extend your analytics capabilities you know, very much focused around collaboration and 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 an understanding of of, of people uh, and their behaviour and their workloads within that yeah. sort of collaboration space.
0: So I guess that then, the, the, obviously, the analytics seem to be the very important thing there for the customers. And I mean, how are those exactly enhancing the customer experience? You know, how is that specifically working in the Microsoft space as versus how it was before?
1: yeah so whilst we've been uh, delivering analytics uh, you know, in the more traditional voice uh, side of uh, of things and, and, and the contact centre elements. With Teams, we've started to see that really there's a lot more to um, understanding kind of your, you know, your people engagement and your customer engagement by way of, uh, you know, other, you know, all of the tools available to us through collaboration. So we've extended our analytics now not to just be around calling, but also have a very good understanding around our meetings, around our chat Around what sentiment we have in the business we, through our communications via teams, so it's really extending the analytics across all methods of communication, both internally and externally with our customers. Obviously that, you know that, that's also a growing thing where teams collaboration was typically geared towards our own internal uh, staff and people uh, collaboration. It's now extended certainly within the greater ecosystem of our suppliers and our customers alike. So it's really gaining that holistic understanding uh, of how we're, we're communicating and, and and being able to build the right service level understanding as well uh, by, as I say, looking at the more holistic approach across all forms of communication.
0: Mm, I think maybe it would be good to just get some more practical context here just for, mm. for our listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with Tollring. Like what sort of analytics are we talking about? How are those practically enhancing someone's day to day? I mean,
1: Yeah. So if you look at, um, uh, you know, uh, typically uh, our users are um, uh, are from a if you look at your your business from uh, an understanding of what departments people sit in and what their job function is. It's really important to understand how, you know, from a productivity perspective, from uh, Mm -hmm. an understanding of how. how, how often and how busy we are within the tools. Uh, so it, it's it's really providing you with an understanding of uh, you know individuals' um, work behavior. With mm-hmm. teams within teams, so if you start thinking about things like well-being, this is a, a very big uh, a topic at the moment. We're obviously working longer hours now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're doing more, uh, you know, outside of the working hour. So having an mm-hmm. understanding of things like, you know, how many meetings are we involved in on a daily basis? How much time are we in meetings? Do we have enough break time during a normal work yeah. day? Uh, you know how often are we interacting with different departments? How often are we interacting with our customers? How, you know what is the average talk time that we 're finding uh, within these uh, um, communications so it's mm-hmm. there's so many elements and and things like you know are we doing back to back meetings do we have are our meetings overrunning? you know what is the experience? that we're providing uh, our colleagues and our customers uh, by using these tools. So there's, there's, a, mm. there's a lot of information available to us that can really enhance and give a visibility of, of how well you know, we're doing as a business and, and how well we're looking after each other uh, you know from a, mm. from a work perspective as well.
0: And there's loads of knock-on consequences like that. I mean, there's lots of research being done on um, on fatigue from video calls and things like that. And if your workers are keep saying, "I don't have time to meet my deadlines," or "I'm I'm tired all the time," or "I just can't get there," you know, one of the answers to that might be that you look in on them and you say, "Well, that person's in four hours of meetings from nine to one every day." And their brain must just be fried for the rest of the you know 100 uh, percent.
1: that's absolutely right and also having an understanding of what meetings they're in so what mm. how effective are the meetings so are they meetings that are just with internal participants in my business do they have an external participation i.e with my customers you know is there a way that those um, you know are they kind of regular mm. meetings that are recurring are they you know so there's, there is there's so much within the insights there that mm. will really allow you to run your your business or your department a lot more effectively by you know because again there's good busy and bad busy isn't there you know, yeah, uh, you know I, I, and, and that's where the analy- the power of the the analytics can come in it's it's bringing out those insights that can really affect uh, uh, you know change in, in in productivity and behavior and and well-being and, and they're the areas that uh, we focus very heavily on and the great thing around teams is uh, and, and certainly within the Microsoft ecosystem is there's a lot of really rich information that we can, that we're now kind of harnessing. Uh, and we're also able to augment against sort of other analytics elements. Again, it's providing a more, you know, a, a, a fully rounded understanding of, of the, the picture. It's no good looking at just one side of the business. You need to Understand, you know, your calling and your, your as I say, time mm. meetings. It's, there's so many facets there to for you to really understand what a customer experience and a a people experience looks like for you as a business.
0: Mm. Brilliant. I mean, it strikes me as kind of funny that if you go back five or 10 years, the, the, the problem was how do we get people to make that phone call and ask the question to their colleague rather than spending an hour worrying about the thing that they could just find out. And now it's the opposite. It's, we've got all these calls going on. How do we figure out what's going on? So I guess yeah. moving on then to, I guess, the service providers who are looking to <laughs> Do Teams? What's the main thing they need to be thinking about when they're enhancing their their Teams offering? You know, they've got Teams, they've got customers who're on it, people demanding it. What are the upsells? What are the things they could add on?
1: Yeah, look, I, I think from a kind of service provider perspective, um, we you know we've been talking a lot about um, you know bringing voice and calling into Teams. It's a really important part of of, of enhancing our our Teams experience, and and you know we. The numbers speak for themselves there's mm. 150 million users on a daily basis and whatever it is there's yeah. big numbers there and so it's about really taking our experience delivering UCAS services uh, that we've built for many many years now and, and really making sure that we can bring that experience into what, what's happening now with collaboration and and, and specifically teams um, and and then making sure that we're able to offer no, that differentiation uh, because you know it's like anything that can become commoditized mm-hmm. it's about becoming you know the the, the expert in delivering a, a well-rounded portfolio uh, so for us it's for, you know, the differentiation is always been key. Obviously, good service and reliability is is is, yeah, is paramount, goes without saying. But being able to really understand the, uh, the the customers' requirements, and you know, going back into you know our, our topic of analytics, we see that as a a really a big differentiator for our service provider uh, uh, partners. And it always has been. So why not now think, hey, look, you know, within the Teams piece, we need to also extend uh, our capabilities uh, Mm. uh, across into that uh, environment as well.
0: Mm. So you're pivoting along with the service providers to basically match the trend in the general industry. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and and inform them
1: really that, you know, the, these are the, you know, this is what we're seeing. And this is where we see uh, where the opportunities lie. And then being able, as I say, to bring uh, the services that they've offered uh, more traditionally across into uh, 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 the, the, the collaboration space uh, generally.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we've been very positive, positive, positive. But I guess in this phase where everyone has adopted teams and things have happened that maybe they didn't you know, plan on? Are there any sort of approaches in this area you would t- tell people to try and avoid or advise against?
1: Well, I think, you know, certainly from our own experience, it, we, we we took a, a, an approach um, that was very much, we are not going to look to shoehorn um, our existing capability or, or, or applications into the team's environment. We really took a, a very important decision to say, no, we're going to deliver this particular, you know, our, our proposition in the right way, and I will probably just say that for a, from a service provider perspective, really have a think about how you're delivering your services into your Teams user, Teams customer, mm-hmm. uh, in a way that suits how they're running, you know, their business. So think about some of those tools that you offer, and, and ensure that they're they're being delivered with the kind of future in mind, and, and and you've got you know the right building blocks to to really extend and expand uh, your your uh, profile. Uh, by by doing the right things you know early on i think mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of us can can jump into the you know the, the team story without perhaps having a, 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 enough of a thought about how you can offer that usp uh, against um, you know others and, and deliver a, a much more uh, well-rounded solution uh, and, and and service to the customer
0: yeah, I think that's a very, very key point, because obviously Teams is a very competitive marketplace. In some ways, you're competing against Microsoft itself for the licenses. So, you know, as that service provider, you have to be able to provide that that add-on, that upsell, that differentiator. But you don't want to saddle your customers with something that isn't going to with them or isn't going to provide them something extra because then they'll resent the extra cost they're paying and it will turn against you very quickly.
1: It really will. That's very well put. But yeah, we see that very much. You can't compete you know, you've got a licensing element, but you've really got to see what that service wrap looks like and how you would define your USP there, because mm-hmm. there are plenty, you know, there's 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 plenty yeah. of, of options and, and capability there. So it's about getting that that right and understanding your USP and then understanding, obviously, what your customer needs in order mm-hmm. to, to, to build that. So, you know, and we're now looking at these value. Uh, we're seeing the, the kind of sizzle, you know, that the elements that are actually going to Help a business make the right decisions, be informed in the right way. You know, the old adage of you can't, uh, you know, you, you can't manage what you can't measure is critical. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever yeah. we're working in, and you, you have to be able to measure and understand in order to improve a Absolutely. situation. And, and I think service providers just that they need to kind of have in their in their toolkit, you know, the elements that are really going to make a difference to that end their end customer. And, and these are critical services that we're now starting to see uh, being asked for. So at one point it was like, OK, let's get let's let's get the technology mm-hmm. embedded in. Let's make the capability work. But now it's about what is the business productivity? Exactly. what, a, what a, you know, What's the outcome now that I'm interested in and how am I going to be able to deliver those outcomes? So. So
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And you know, obviously, Cavell's opinion is that service providers are those people who are on the front lines with the customers, who have that connection to understand them better than you know a vendor or anyone creating software from a distance does. So you know, that's always been our opinion, and we think that they have to leverage those relationships to drive to drive the next step. Because we we we've, we've we've adopted Teams now. Now we have to adapt Teams to actually be what we're going to use going forwards, if that's if that's our choice.
1: 100 yeah. percent correct and and as much as you know from a technology vendor perspective we we need to simplify uh, things mm-hmm. like buyer journeys and usability and and, and accessibility and you know we, we talk about you know the right information at the right time you know any mm-hmm. any time right so you, you have to be able to empower your capability as seamlessly as possible, yeah. but like you quite rightly say, no one's going to know the customer better than than you, and, and you've got you know your customers. So you've got to be able uh, to 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 understand uh, what your customers require. I mean, we keep talking about things like, um, uh, you know, uh, what's your vertical play? Maybe you know you you mm-hmm. a service provider interested in a, a particular vertical. So it's understanding how those tools can fit in. With the needs of that particular customer and, and, and aligning those, because that—that's you know there's some some black magic there, some black art. Yeah, there is that, right? And, and and that's where the service provider, you know, yeah. that's where they exist. So there's plenty to be done in in, uh, in, in you know from a revenue perspective, uh, and certainly from uh, the ability to, to keep your customers, you know, sticky. Because that's another thing we want to retain mm-hmm. our customers. Yeah. You want to be offering these kind of services in order to do that. Um, you know, and if it's just empowering teams from a, a dialing capability or calling capability, well, you know, you've got to be
0: doing a lot more than that. It works, but it's not exciting. <laughs> it's not exciting. It's not. Do it's that. not the next step. It's not. It's not what customers will stay with you for. Exactly. So I think that, that I think that's an interesting point to sort of wrap things up on. I think we've given people a lot of stuff to think about. You know, Teams is here to stay. There's lots of different ways we're using it. Do you really know how your customers and how you, how they're their um, their employees are using it. There's so much data that they could be gathering. Toll Ring could help you get some of that data. I'm sure Tony would agree with that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, if you have more questions about what Microsoft is doing in this space, the expansions into the telecom space, uh, we have just had our event. There are videos, and more data available on the Cavell website. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, Tony, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it's always great to have a conversation.
1: Lovely to talk to you Finn but thank you so much again and uh, yeah good luck with uh, with the next event and and uh, the future